This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, mamas. Missed you very much. Welcome back. I want to talk today about forced positivity and forced negativity. These are two things that exist kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum, but are very much each other's twin in them, okay? They, they, they are very similar. And, you know, a lot of people talk about forced positivity. Um, That's not like new ground that I'm breaking. I'm not like, guys, I just discovered, I just finished my science and my research and interviewed 10,000 humans. And believe it or not, some people, when they say they are happy, they're not actually happy. Not trying to say that. But forced positivity is kind of a phenomenon that, you know, a lot of people are aware of. But forced negativity is kind of like a newer thing, kind of maybe a more younger and like Gen Z thing. And I feel like I haven't really heard that many people talk about it. So I'm going to talk about it and probably not know what I'm talking about. So let's get into it. Let's let's define really what forced positivity is. You encounter it like probably every single day, um, whether it be like you, someone, you're having a bad day and someone comes up to you and be like, just, you know, just keep that smile, that beautiful smile of yours when like your dog got like run over by a semi truck and then on the other hand forced negativity could be like you know um someone just had a baby and they're showing a picture of their baby and someone chimes in saying like i want to kick the fuck out of that baby (laughs) which wow that sounds really crazy to say but why was wait 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 rewind because why was so much of like 2020 humor being like i want to kick a baby when did we, when did we like think that was like an okay thing to say? I, I'm guilty for that too. I've definitely made jokes being like, I hate children. I want to, if there's a crying baby on my plane, I want to open up the plane airlock so it flies out. <laughs> Anyways, those are some quick examples of forced positivity and forced negativity. They are usually done, like, I feel like subconsciously with the intent to, you know, kind of reduce social friction so for example like if you're saying i want to kick a baby you know chances are you're not gonna like put on your cleats and get like winding up like your fucking ronaldo messi or whatever his name is you're not gonna do that it's a joke clearly but it's obviously a negative thing to say it's not the nicest thing to say i want to kick an infant that's crawling on the ground and i know like most people probably vary on the spectrum of like actually meaning they want to kick a baby to like joking i know some people very much sway in the danger zone a little bit but when you say that it's obviously a hater ass thing to say but you know it there's something to be said about 
the natural humor that comes from breaking like a positive conversation and people being like, oh my God, look at this cute baby. Look at this joy of life that was created through a miracle. And then be like, I want to kick it. Like, it's such a shock that the person saying that might think it's a funny thing to say. And I'm sure some people might think it's funny. And then on the other hand, like forced positivity uh, kind of reduces social friction in the way that you kind of don't have to get emotionally invested in someone because you can just say, you know what? (laughs) I don't care that your grandma was just annihilated by um, a brick that flew off of a truck. Like, you know what? There's cats that exist in this world. And just think all the kitties, like random shit like that. Or just, that was a stupid example, but like just saying something that's so broad and so overly positive so that you don't have to get into the specifics of maybe something that someone's going through or to try and like alleviate someone's suffering. A lot of people will just like blankly say things to cheer people up, but not actually mean it. And that's kind of what the crux is. Is that a fucking word? That sounds like, no, that's from Harry Potter, the Horcrux. I don't know what I'm talking about. That is the meat and potatoes of what I'm getting at here is people who force positivity or force negativity usually either don't really mean to do it like it's like subconscious or they have like it's like kind of calculated. Okay, for example, like when I think of one example of forced positivity, it's YouTube comments sometimes. I've noticed that like YouTube more recently has had like overwhelmingly nice comments. And at at first I was like, this is like literally so wholesome. I am so like, like I scroll through the comments and see like nothing but nice things. And I'm like, my freaking goodness, like, holy moly. Like since when did everyone on YouTube become an angel? But then I started to like feel, I, I started to like kind of like second guess myself. Um, and I think like, are all these people like really genuinely like say, like saying the things they're typing? Like, for example, I started to see comments that were like literally copy and pasted from one another. There was this one, y'all might recognize this. There's this one like kind of comment format that I was seeing YouTube videos being like, can we just appreciate, um, all that? I think it was like, can we just appreciate Ben making our week or something like that? And it was like, oh my God, like. That is the sweetest thing ever. But then I literally saw, there was one video, it was so blatant. It was like five different top comments all said the same thing. And I realized that it's almost like, it's like a formula. Like, like it's a comment that A, like, it's obviously nice. So I'm going to want to respond to it and be like, oh my gosh, like, thank you. That's so sweet. But also B, like it does numbers. Um, like people all like the comment and it it causes it to rise to the top. So it's like kind of incentivized for people to, um, you know, engage with this comment. And, you know, it it wasn't just my channel. I'd go to so many other people's channels and they'd have the same thing. Be like, can we just appreciate um, blank making our week for us? So it's almost like, and I'm not saying everyone that's ever left a nice comment is like climbing the comment game. Like there's so many beautiful, like, like beautiful, like, unique comments that people leave about like my content and stuff or just being like nice in general um that are so thoughtful and I love reading them um but this was like an actual thing that I noticed it was like this um just this like copy and pasted 
thing. And so, people started to like kind of catch along in the comments. They would be like, why is every comment, can we start with, can we appreciate, what the fuck is that about? And I was like, wait, yo, what the fuck is that about? And it, it was really just like, kind of eye-opening to me because like for a while like i did take it at face value i'm like oh my gosh everyone is so nice <laughs> and like never like really like had a critical thought about it but then i realized like wow like it, it those are really just copy and paste it i'm sure those people like like I, I doubt they like didn't you know some might be bots i'm sure there's been some bots like programmed to like comment that because like people caught on to that being like a popular comment to say but it was just very interesting so that's like one example of forced positivity that kind of ends up having like a negative effect um, because I started to like second guess like every comment. It was like, like, are all of these people just like copy and pasting comments and like, like, damn. But I like realize I like once you scroll past the top comments or if you just press like the new newest comments, like sort by newest, you can see like actual people. And that was like really interesting because like, some of my more, not controversial videos, I'm not out here doing like crazy things, but some videos that I knew were going to be like a little bit more mixed, I'd go to newest and see like some like cr critiquing comments and like some comments that were negative. And it was like the first time I had seen that because I guess just the way the YouTube comment algorithm is, is it just like pushes the like most agreeable comments to the top. So I more than often like look at the newest comments just because it's like a uh, an unfiltered mix of what people have to say. But that's one example. Um, another example is like being a people pleaser. This is something that I'm gu guilty. Guilty as charged. If I can like find a way to make people feel better, I will try. Even when it's like something that I have no business like trying to alleviate. Like, things where someone is upset about something, and there's literally nothing I can do, but I, like, try and find a way to do it, and then it ends up coming off as, like, ingenuine, which, you know, I come from a place of, like, literally just wanting to, like, make people feel better, but sometimes, like, it comes off as ingenuine because I'm trying too fucking hard, and, or slash I just don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I can't empathize with something that someone's going through, and this is the case for, like, a lot of people, like, especially with, like, grief and loss. Like, when you have like a friend who um is like dealing with loss whether it be like a pet or a family member or a friend if you're not immediately dealing with that or even more if you have never dealt with that you don't know what it's like to lose someone your response to that person could be kind of callous or come off as like forced positivity because you're just especially if that person knows that you've like never lost anyone like it can come off as like just bulldozing their emotions to try and make them feel better without like letting them process things so say your best friend like their mom died and you've never dealt with that or anything and you just say well you know i'm sure she's in heaven and this isn't even a cr critique on like like real like anything religious i'm just saying like that as an example of trying to like make someone feel better that shit isn't going to work unless maybe they're like super religious and that like is something that means like quite a lot to them or like saying they're in a better place, especially if someone had like a horrific death like that. That does not really make someone feel better because 
like a you're assuming their religion and their beliefs on if there's an afterlife or not like for example if someone said that to me i wouldn't feel better because i am pretty much an atheist and i don't believe in anything after when we die i think we're just little biological creatures then we die and then mold and then become dirt like that's it so if say like my dog died someone said kobe's in a better place no the fuck she's not <laughs> she's a dog a eh? so like even if you're religious do they even go to heaven probably fucking not she just sniffs her butt she's licked her pee pee her little area down there so many times even if god exists and he's welcoming them dogs in she's not getting in because she licks her <laughs> but <laughs> so things like that aren't really productive and another example of that is thoughts and prayers you know this is this an example this is an example that is often like comes whenever there's a mass shooting and there is a clear thing to fix the situation to have actual responsible gun laws but people especially like politicians and right-wing politicians will say offering my thoughts and prayers when they're the fucking ones in charge of making change to make sure shit like that doesn't happen again or at least try to make sure things like that don't happen again and then they say thoughts and prayers insane insane and that's once again not a critique on anyone's religious beliefs but that's just not productive when like the literal like i believe it was i want to say it was the uvalde shooting my apologies if i pronounced that town's name wrong but the governor like literally tw tweeted thoughts and prayers which at this point like like people hear that and it's just like you know they don't really care it's just like a way of getting rid of responsibility for themselves and he literally tweeted that. Like, he just said, thoughts and prayers to the victims. Are you kidding? Like, you are the person in charge who, with almost a snap of a finger, is obviously not that easy, but there's no one better than you to fix the issue, which would be having gun laws. But you don't. You just have this forced positivity. And that brings me to my next point. Some people use forced positivity to pretend like there's nothing bad in the world. To, like... You know, the, the argument can be like some people will use the argument where they'll like show, oh, but like this thing is happening and this is good. So, you know, stop worrying about this horrific thing that happened. Let's focus on the good. This is like kind of what you see in like greenwashing, like when like brands like fucking Nestle will absolutely like dis decimate the environment be horrible to their workers and then like really highlight that they spent like one percent of their annual profits on like reforesting when the amount of reforesting that nestle would take to like become carbon neutral would be like planting more trees than the size of switzerland which is a country that they're from like that shit is another kind of example of forced positivity and that's almost like manipulative posit positivity because like yes sure it is good that y'all are planting trees with the one percent that you're so generous to provide but that doesn't take away from the fact that the you are also creating harm that is greater than what you are offering to fix it with. That is fucked. That's so fucked. So it's like blanket statements of positivity just feel like calloused and 
copy paste it. And I'm not saying that we should abandon all hope of like being good and being positive um, or like trying to console people when they're down. But pos- like true inspiration for positivity and what really makes people feel better is from being personal. So if someone's dealing with a loss, it might like maybe the best thing you can do is say like, I literally cannot empathize with you. Like I have no idea how bad this is hurting or like I can't imagine how this is affecting you. Don't like quote me on these. Don't go like copy and pasting these. I'm not a therapist, but like, um, you know, just being honest and genuine can like, like help someone way more than just giving them like fluff and marshmallow, like little dumb positivity marshmallows. That's not what they want. They want like, and you know, you could really cut through the people that don't care by just being genuine, just being real with someone when they're like going through something. Cause there'll be so many people that'd be like, wishing you my thoughts and prayers when like literally all they might need is just someone being like this sucks like this fucking sucks and i'm so sorry you have to deal with this and i'm so and i don't know how to help you through this but i will be here for whatever you need like shit like that that is probably the most best thing you could do why did i say most best sometimes i really like hop on this podcast and it sounds like i just learned english yesterday like just hopped out of duolingo but anyways I want to move on to forced negativity. And real quick before we get into it, I want to say I've been like, I've done both of these. And I'm sure most people have done both of these um, or had flavors of forcing positivity or forcing negativity. Uh, I think I've gone through like a lot of phases where I really leaned on like forcing negativity a lot of the time for like comedic purposes um, as a way to like kind of like stand out and be like, like just being a hater. And you know, this is like something that I uh find quite popular right now is like the the whole concept of being a hater. And I think most people do it like quite lightheartedly. They're not like actually looking to cause harm and hate on good things 24/7. Like a lot of people that are just like saying like I'm a hater. Like I meet them in person and they're actually like so nice and so fun. It's like it's a joke. But there are genuinely people that just force negativity. And this might like sound counterintuitive to now say like, oh, well, this is the problem. Like forced positivity is bad. Well, forced negativity is also bad. Like there's a happy medium we can meet where we're critical of things, but not like going out of our way to be like, this sucks. So it's like, I have, I don't want to say your name. There's this one girl and I'm on her private Snapchat story. And she is like the most negative motherfucker I know. And I'm, I'm, if I'm being real, I think I hate forced negativity more than forced positivity because it is just so exhausting. Like, obviously, if someone's faking positivity, you can just like move on and be like, well, they're, they're annoying. I don't like, they're really just bullshitting me. But forced negativity, it's like so annoying because it's someone being mean. It's someone being fucking rude for no reason. This could be like, okay, I'll start with like how I've done this in the past. Um, the baby joke is one thing, like like being mean to baby humor. That's like a blatant example. Um, I really hopped on the bandwagon of just like hating on anything that was like popular and cringe. So for example, like the Dance Monkey song. 
it's like a it's i i don't think it's a good song but it really didn't need the hate that it got and i certainly added to that i did a video where i was like dming a uh, hundred celebrities oh i created like a fake content house and dm like a hundred celebrities in like 2020 and uh some of the only celebrities that replied was like like there was the artist tones and i who wrote the dance monkey song and i wrote something really fucking mean i was like the da- your song dance monkey is a crime against humanity like and it was so out of pocket like for no fucking reason and i sent it and then she replied um what did she say because i called her tones and i and she said it's just tones and thanks and i felt so fucking bad after and i just like made a whole joke out of it which was like so stupid and that was like one time that i really like realized like force negativity like for a joke is so dumb like it has actual effects like like I might might have meant that in a lighthearted way, but it doesn't fucking matter because it come up, came off as like me just being a giant asshole. So that there's like issue, like that's one of the main issues. It's just fucking mean. It's just mean to be mean. Like, but then, um, okay. Another example is like, okay, I use the app Letterbox, which is like a movie logging. Uh, app you can like review movies that you've seen um, comment on people's reviews it's like a it's like social media but for movies and sometimes like I won't like a movie that much like it'll be like a three out of five stars for me but I just go the extra fucking mile and give it one and a half stars or one star or half a star and it's especially funny to me when it's like a beloved movie. Like there's this movie that called, came out called After Sun and so many people were like, this is like, it really affected them emotionally. And I just gave it like one star and I was like, this sucked. <laughs> and I, like my friends were mad at me and I like giggled for a little bit, but I'm like now realizing that's literally forced negativity. Like I didn't need to do that. Um, I went out of my way to leave that like, you know, the the age-old saying, like, keep... If you have nothing good to say, don't say it. That is true to some extent. Like, obviously, I didn't need to say that. But I feel like some people apply that to, like, genuine criticism. And think that everything that someone says that's negative is bad. I just hiccuped really hard. That is not the case. You can just tell things how it is. And sometimes... Things can be negative, and that's just how it has to be said. I did a video where I tried to showcase someone um, exactly how they were, and they ended up being pretty negative a lot of the time. Had some positives, but did a lot of negative things, and I showed it, and the video ended up being a little bit negative. I wasn't going to fluff it up and pretend like this person was an angel and had this amazing character development because they fucking didn't. They still were quite not that good. They did good things. I think overall they did good things. But they did some shitty things. And it would be not good to just like ignore the shitty things they did, which I think kind of like outweighed the good that they do. But that aside... You, you see, that's where kind of like forced positivity and forced negativity clash a little bit. They're, they're very much like a reaction to each other. If someone's too negative, someone will be overly positive to them. If someone's too positive, people will be too negative. 
back to the example with the baby, that's a very positive thing. And someone who might be a hater will feel the urge to be like, I hate this thing that's positive, this baby. I want to kick it. And then if you have, say, a bunch of emo people, <laughs> like a bunch of people like stewing or like being mean or just like, let's not say mean, but let's just say like being like kind of negative. Um, let's say everyone is shitting on, say Justin Bieber releases a song and it is the absolute fucking worst piece of trash that anyone has ever like listened to. And then someone just comes in just to be like the Hail Mary and says like, guys, I actually like this song. And they don't even like the song. They just want to be like the person in the room that's like, well, actually I'm different. And this song is great. Like, when, wait, okay, the, wait, I have a real life example. When Justin Bieber released that song, like, I feel funny. And he was like, I feel funny. I feel funny. And it was like, it was like a joke song. And it was like, it was like, what the hell is this? The There was like 1% of people that were like, can we just, can we just appreciate that Justin tries new things? It's like, just, just like, let it, let it go. Okay. So. There's like a happy balance that you can strike. I think sometimes if, you, if like, for example, back to the, back to if someone is like de- grieving or dealing with a loss, just blanketly being positive doesn't help. And then if someone is like, if there's something that deserves to be criticized and you just go in and like, just say like, I actually love this. You guys are bullies. Most of the time also, is it productive? Now, obviously it's not like if you see like a group of people like beating up someone and kicking them and spitting on them, you're like, guys, maybe we shouldn't do this. That doesn't apply. That's not forced positivity. Like actually go help that person that is getting kicked and spat on. But like, you know, you know what I mean? So I just wanted to quickly talk about that because it's something that I've really noticed and it's very much like accentuated with social media. You see like some influencers that have entire like platforms, like brands, like based on being positive. There's this one girl that um, uses like this hashtag being like, you are beautiful in like all her captions. Like that's not making someone feel beautiful. Maybe it's making a few people think they feel beautiful. But it's, like, the least person, like, that is the least personal way I think you could make someone think that they are beautiful. It's just putting it in a caption where it's a selfie of you, and you don't know the person that follows you, and you're just saying, just remember you're beautiful. Like, okay, you don't know that person. (laughs) Like, so, wrapping things up, there's, like most things, there's good and bad to both sides and you can take things with a little bit of a grain of salt but i just think we should try to be as genuine as possible and not just fake things whether it be positive or negative just say how you feel if people don't like if people think you're too negative boohoo if people think you're too positive boohoo and forced positivity i think another downside to it is it can discount actual positivity like when you're actually really happy it's hard to express that when you've just always been like being a little ball of sunshine because like you're faking a smile and stuff. So like 
say something really good happens to you. Like you get, uh, uh, say you've been like really struggling with school and then you finally get like a good grade. But you've been like, guys, I'm, I love school. I love school. I love school. <laughs> it's hard to like celebrate things when, you, you know. Okay, I'm beating the dead horse. I want to get into this next segment, which is going to be reading your guys' drama because we haven't we haven't done it in a while and I miss doing it. Y'all, this is fucking crazy. And just so y'all know, I'm going to do one drama story an episode from now on, but this is fucking crazy. This is a comment left by Jack Barkhurst. If y'all want to have me read your drama in future episodes, just leave it in the comments. We don't got to do anything crazy. Just comment it. He said, my drama, I started an account pretending that you got kidnapped and it got millions of views and people actually believe me. Like you talked about how actual creators came up to you and asked. I made it as a satire account and even put it in the hashtags a few times, but everyone completely believed you were kidnapped. (laughs) I think I know this account. This was during the whole era about a month and a half ago where people thought I was kidnapped by a certain someone, a certain lady. And... Wait, I'm looking shocked. That's good. Okay, this was like so funny because, yeah, in so th- this was this big account, and I think it got up to like 50k followers. It was like free bun of the week or save bun of the week if I if it's the one that I'm thinking of. And in the videos, it would say in in the comments and then the hashtags like hashtag satire, and it was so fucking clearly satire. Like, bro, we could go on. I. I really want to do a whole episode on media literacy and like social media literacy, but that is a story for another day. But people literally missed the point and fucking believed I was kidnapped. Like the way I pulled up to the Kids' Choice Awards and had people coming up to me, like actually thinking I was kidnapped. Like, like you, I saw like genuine like condolence on their face. Is that a? I think I used that word wrong, but like genuine like like concern, being like, were you actually kidnapped? I'm like. <laughs> And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I didn't feed into that by, like, not posting. Like, I could have just posted. But I, w- I didn't, just didn't want to entertain people thinking that I was kidnapped because I blinked three times. But that is fucking crazy. Um, hey. I mean, overall, I think it was funny. I'm not like, you guys ruined my life! <laughs> it was funny. It was a joke. No one took it too far, thank God. Um, but that's so funny. Um... Damn. Well, that's that's drama. That's tea. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for confessing. I will be sending this to the fucking FBI. Um, kidding. Anyways, please comment your drama if you want me to read it in a future episode. I love you very much. Let me know your thoughts on forced positivity and forced negativity as well in the comments. I love reading them. Um, and don't comment. Can we just appreciate? Kidding. Um, please write this podcast five stars on Spotify. Uh, and if you are a listener to the audio version of this podcast, come watch me. Come stare at me on YouTube. Look at my my mug. Um, and I'll see y'all next Wednesday. I love you so much. Take care. Butter of the week. It's true.